Hey folks, welcome to the Daddy Gate podcast with myself, Chancer, and Wheezy is still asleep at the moment. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, man, that was a, that was that was a it was a king move. It was a it was a good way. I mean, it must be difficult being such a chad, you know, just falling asleep mid conversation, and then that's it. That's the end of the stream, man. Yeah, I don't know. My head hurts today. Epic night, though. All the way around, self-inflicted man, and you know, you, sometimes you have to suffer for your art, you know. So, I took one for the team. Yeah, man, it's oh man, I don't, where do we begin? And I mean, let, I guess we can begin with uh, the now infamous setup interview part two. You know, oh, setup from I mean, it smelled like a setup from the start, but yeah. you know, you you did say, well, no, I'm going to take it on good faith, you know, and we'll we'll uh, offer the offer the the right platform conditions for a platform for a conversation uh no fucking about but of course it descended didn't it it was it was it seemed like an attempt to get get your name about four or five times uh, they also asked what information you know about chance are uh, so you, people say what's on the forefront of their mind quite often you know uh, so these little things that were slipping out of mr esposito's mouth uh, it, it certainly seemed as if he'd just been put on to try and get information i don't know whether they thought you would just blurt out your full name and <laughs> address and everything yeah. they're mistaken obviously when i saw some people write notes that they could hear paper crumbling in the background yep um, people whispering well obviously someone else was there i mean he was clearly talking to someone else you could hear him saying he, he was like saying thing he was definitely speaking to somebody and he was like oh wait just you know like like that it sounded as if someone else was there because he needed somebody to hold his hand and yeah. i think as you got more intense uh with the you held your line so well i think the guy that was sitting next to james was just holding james's hand tighter and tighter and tighter <laughs> and it threw james off and then obviously he just punched james to the ground and grabbed the phone <laughs> he, pretty much bro like i think it caught everyone by surprise so for all <laughs> those that did not catch that interview it was an epic interview it's on my secondary channel the link will be on the description of this channel epic night man uh, so james esposito we had been talking about him He's a cameraman. Atwood calls him his cameraman. And his guarantor. Guarantor, yep, everything. His witness. And he... So, he's, he a, he's the kind of guy that let Sean Atwood tell him what to do, basically. Well, yeah, and Sean said that he knew everything about Daddy Gate. So, I go, mm -hmm. what an awesome opportunity to get someone that is on the inside of every all things Daddy Gate. So, if I ask him any question, he should be able to... Even if it's bullshit, he should be able to give me some kind of answer. And, and quickly. Yeah. And as we, everyone that tuned in last night, we saw that there was many things he did not know about. He didn't know nothing about the landlord lady, you know, the landlady. That was a red flag to me as I was talking to him because, you know, he had later said that he can't see Sean doing anything bad. Sean never does anything, you know questionable or any of that stuff and then when i asked him about the landlady he's like well i'm not too well versed on that that just sounds like a convenient excuse man uh yeah he had this image or maybe he really does have this image of a clean cut sean and yet he doesn't want to look into the landlord gofundme scam you know what i'm saying it, that was huge red flags as soon as he said that it sounded like he was uh, he was in a police interview, you know. He was like, he was trying to, he was trying to use the old "I can't remember" or "I don't know" kind of defense, you know. No. Um, so what's the point in coming on? And and then he was like, well, what do you want me to do? Make up an answer? And it's like, we don't want you to make up an answer. We want you to recognize that uh, the reality of the situation, which he is, he himself said that he disagreed with the daddy video. You weren't asking him to give you any alternative viewpoint of that the reality of the matter is it, it's exactly what it fucking looks like you know yeah um but but uh he kept sort of going down the show well what do you want me to say do you want me to say something something that i don't believe uh i certainly don't i don't think that he uh agrees with the daddy gate video as wholeheartedly as sean atwood probably wanted him to agree with it on the air uh, because even he was hesitant in discussing it 
properly. You know, he just said it's an error of judgment. I mean, Harvey Weinstein made many errors of judgment. An error of judgment mm. is an error of everyone who kills someone makes an error of judgment. Um, you know, there's many things you can cut, you can pass off as an error of judgment, but errors of judgment don't usually take several months to plan, which is what Atwood said. No. You know, he said there'd been several months of planning with Callie before it finally culminated in her dropping to her knees dressed as a toddler and calling him daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they had, like, you know, drawing boards and stuff before they got to that stage, but... Well, there were so many things that he was being evasive about. He didn't want to answer. And, you know, one of those things was the whole making, you know, the prank on the troll. I'm like, dude, (laughs) that is a stupid excuse. He kept saying that people like yourself, people like myself, we just keep guessing. We just keep guessing, guessing. I'm like, yeah. We're looking for the most reasonable ex- uh, reasons for it, for all this. Yeah. And yeah, the, the most, most obvious yeah. reasons. And I called him out. I go, look, the most reasonable thing is that he got caught out. He got caught out and he's just trying to cover his tracks. And he's like, oh, no, no. It was a, a prank on, on pedophiles. And then when the question was asked, <laughs> why did Atwood, if they were recreating an event... Why did Atwood have to take the role of the pedophile? Yeah. Silence, bro. <laughs> silence, stunned silence. We'll put that in, uh, in the, we'll clip that in here, I think. But oh, yeah, stunned classic. silence. I mean, he he was quiet for about, oh, it was a very long God, time. It was I mean, a long time, I, bro. I sent, I sent you that little clip with the EastEnders <laughs> at the end of it because I thought it was such a dramatic moment, but I actually had to shorten the silence for that little clip. Yeah, because yeah, he was actually much. It's actually a much longer silence than that. <laughs> Dude, I let as soon as he said it, he didn't say nothing. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll just wait till you say something, bro. Exactly. I got all day. <laughs> the way you delivered that, though, as well, man, it was just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned earlier that Callie was playing the role of a decoy, and you know, it was an elaborate, yeah, uh, way to catch. So. Why was Sean Atwood playing the role of the pedophile? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, oh, man, that was... Bro. Atwood's sitting there like, fuck! <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. Why, James, why? Like, couldn't couldn't have James just says, I don't believe that that's what he was doing. You know what I mean? He had no, uh, instead of, oh, for I, him, I don't know. <laughs> he had a week to prepare... And he had no answer for that. <laughs> no, because the the problem is they're legends in their own ego. They think like, oh, we'll just we'll just we'll nail this guy. It's going to be amazing. Blah blah. You come with me and hold my hand. Um, and then, you know, what was that supposed to be like? I mean, like, what like still a still a voice on the end of the phone. So are you supposed to be like? extra intimidated because it's a different voice or something i mean what's it was an attempt at intimidation i mean the guy came on he sounded mad he had tears of rage in his eyes you could tell i mean he wasn't like you shot him down immediately uh and quickly and that was the only option so very quick thinking man no one was expecting that bro i don't know who that character was um as soon as he came on i was like oh shit this is the social worker remember so for those that don't know, I did put the screenshots on the on the live stream there, but James was trying to sneak on a quote unquote outreach worker for Cali. I never said I was good with it. I never said I was bad with it. What I did say was, I need to verify this person is legit, and I need verification that Cali consents to this. Yeah, I, and I didn't. Never, Never got anything, man. When this clown comes in and tries to dictate how the converse... I've never talked to this guy in my life. I don't know who the hell this guy is. But he's now coming on trying to dictate the terms of the conversation. (laughs) I didn't know what else to do, man. I was like, man, who the fuck are you, bro? And, yeah, I just figured... He came on with such a, a superiority complex as well, didn't he, that guy? It was crazy. Like, it was like jabbing his finger, like, 
don't you speak to people? What was it? All these ex- no, because that's what he said. He says all these excuses that you're. So he basically grabbed the phone off James and said, "These excuses that you're giving for not giving your name are just ridiculous." You know what I mean? It was like yeah. they were absolutely desperate for that, and the guy got so mad that you weren't giving your name. Uh, and I think sh- the, I think the funny thing is like with Sean Atwood and James and things, they think that nobody knows our name. They just don't realise they are just not privy to the information that some people are privy to. Uh, they think that we're anonymous to each other, for example. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, they sort of live in this imagination that, well, you're anonymous, so you're on your own, so we can kind of, you know, you're doing everything on your own and no one in your lives knows about it and all this kind of, it's like so many people that I know know that I do this and will most likely be listening to this just now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. I tried answering his stupid ass question and I went back and listened to it earlier this morning and. Every time I try to answer, he thought he had me, you know, he thought he had won the argument. Like, well, well da, 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 da. you know, like jumping in and, and yeah. I try to keep my cool. I'm like, dude, let me answer your fucking question. And it was just over and over. And I was getting fed up with it, man. After I couldn't, it should have been a question that I could have answered in two, three minutes. But because he kept interrupting, it was just dragging on for 10, 15 minutes. And because they really wanted that information. That's why they yeah. they'd really want that. Yeah. Well, that was the very first thing w- with his aggression. Tell us who exactly. you are. Tell us who you are. You're. And then he said I was counter intel. Yeah. Just <laughs> what uh, was that about, bro? Just a lot of bullshit, man. <laughs> Ridiculous. They think they're talking to Sean's audience. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, what what are they going to do with with our names anyway? I mean, I'm sure you've pissed enough people off in life to actually know your name anyway. You know what I mean? As oh, have I. Yeah. You know, what I mean, through the years, you gain enemies now and again. Sometimes, you know, as a a man in the world, uh, and people people know your name. So, what do they expect to do that's going to be special with a name? You know what I mean? Uh, unless oh, it's, it's just a weird fetish. It's it's yeah it's just that was attempt to try and dox or anything that wouldn't change anything it wouldn't stop any videos getting made. No. Um, that's so all they have though, and, and that's the thing. That's all James had. He brought nothing else, and mm-hmm. you and I had been going over what the potential outcome of the of the conversation. I mean, we both weren't sure if he was even going to come on. So I did give him, you know, props on the air that, dude, I commend you for coming on because I didn't Mm -hmm. think you were going to come on. And then after what, 40 minutes, 35 minutes, it just started, started heading down south. Um, He wasn't happy. Some of the questions that were asked, he did, he didn't have an answer for and it was stumbling him and they started getting annoyed. But then when the other guy comes in and immediately attacks me for not showing my face or or disclosing my information i I knew then you know that's that was the whole point of them coming on it wasn't for anything else except for sean atwood propaganda and to try to get me to disclose who the hell i was just weird man it is weird a whole week to prepare and that's that was the whole game plan you know and it was just the Cali Diamond part two. In, in many ways, you know, they had been in communication with Sean. There were so many questions. So I want to thank everyone that sent me questions uh, to ask. Unfortunately, I couldn't ask everything. And there were many good ones. There were many ones that I wanted to ask and I didn't get to ask. I I was expecting the conversation to go at least another hour. But, uh, you know, after one hour, it abruptly ended. Yeah, but then he kept trying to phone you back as well, didn't he? Like that's like, well, I don't know if it was him or the other clown. That's why I didn't answer. So did that other guy come in on a different call then, a different line? No, came on in the same line that it, James he was, was on. At, he was in the same house. He was with James. Yeah, he was with that's James. What I thought. He just put. It's like he pushed him down. This is my phone now. I'm gonna take. Yeah, it. pushed him face down on the bed. Grabbed the phone. What's the definition of a cuckold? It's uh. I'll let people. Um, <laughs> it's a guy who's who knows his wife is cheating on him. I think that's what it is, isn't it? Or lets his wife. No, lets lets it happen. 
lets it happen. Yeah. So, but I don't, I, that could be a little bit of that because obviously <laughs> this little husband and then the other guy was definitely acting as Sean Atwood's husband. Uh, no one gets that defensive over, you know, for someone else. Yeah, but he unless, let, who, unless they're in a long marriage. Who lets someone take their damn phone away from them? <laughs> yeah, totally. To yeah, yell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, bending I, his thumb back, you know, give me that phone. <laughs> I didn't hear James or nothing, you know, to... To stop even, him or be like, hey, man, stop. give me no. my phone back. Hey, that's <laughs> nothing. It was just quiet. He just, he, he just sat in a corner, took his place, and cowered in shame, dude. Can you imagine? <laughs> give me that phone back. <laughs> stop that's it. The- no way, man. They were so inept. They were so inept. And the guy that came on afterwards sounded like the least the least scary or intimidating person that could ever be used to try and intimidate somebody yeah but this it was like those two prank callers last time yeah. um I'm who i'm gonna give all tied up man because did you see the live chat some people were saying uh this one character kept saying that uh wheezy needs to be reported for talking to minors on this show no i didn't see that so i'm like no. man this is all it's all related. They're trying to set a, you know, set me up in any yeah. way they can. So, I mean, I would have reported you for talking to my. I'd have done a video on that. You know, what I mean, exposing you. So, um, <laughs> but I mean, the guys that phoned last time, they sounded like sixteen-year-olds when they said they were sixteen. I was like, they do sound like sixteen-year-olds, to be honest with you. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But James Esposito also sounded like a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and for him to come on in my comments and uh, talk about oh chancellor sounds so i think he said officious and like he's lecturing and stuff like that it's like listen listening to james esposito i would imagine that he probably thinks everybody sounds like they're lecturing him to be honest because he sounds you know he's he sounds like he's got an inferiority complex and for good reason you know well that's why i used that term earlier um it relates in so many ways (laughs) I'll let people do their own homework on that. But, yeah, man, I, I get what you're saying. He gets pushed around easy. Uh, he was trying to defend his buddy, you know. A crap attempt at that. But th- you can see it, man. It's, it's, a, it's a weak person. Mentally. Oh, very- every Yeah, very weak all around. I'm not just talking physically, man. Just a weak person that... You don't have someone there during a phone call in the first place. You don't need to... You might have someone in the room, but... They don't come over and take your phone off you and start speaking for you. It doesn't happen. We need to make an animation for that, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> Esposito talking on the phone, and then this dude just comes out of nowhere and rips the phone, and then he just cowers to the corner, lets everything <laughs> happen, you know, doesn't do nothing about it. <laughs> hey, give me my phone back. <laughs> He's got tears in his eyes. <laughs> oh, man, that's so ridiculous, man. But, it's ridiculous, but these are the kinds of people that Atwood surrounds himself with. He surrounds himself with the weak and the willing. Sean Atwood is your typical alpha among betas. You know, he's like the alpha of the betas. You know, he's like surrounds himself with weak people so he can be the, the guy in the middle that controls him. He's got Cali Diamond, obviously an extremely vulnerable, messed up person and very easy to control in certain ways. James Esposito coming on and doing what he's told to try and get your name over a long, what, 40-minute quivering conversation where someone else is like, give me that damn phone, James. You're not doing it properly. <laughs> no, that's Sean Atwood's, like, toughest guy coming yeah, on, you goon. know? Sean yeah. Atwood sending his goons after us. <laughs> goon calls you, at the very end, he said, he was like, listen, everybody, to this pseudo intel, and then you cut him off, you know? As soon as he addressed the crowd as well, it's like, bye, mate, you know yeah, what I mean? I'm You're not, gonna, not here to not address you... the audience. Exactly. I'm not going to give you a platform. To... Yeah, but to call someone a pseudo intellectual, it's like, so you think that you're an intellectual then, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, man, let's get off our fucking high horses here. None of us are claiming to be intellectuals, apart from this idiot that came on the phone at the end by the looks of things. Yeah. It would have been lovely to have somebody intelligent and well-spoken come on and engage in a debate about things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something that people can think about and discuss and we can all 
you know what I mean? That would have been good, but there's nobody on that side that does that. There's nobody on that side that is prepared to take up that mantle. The only people that are on that side of things are the people that do what Sean Atwood wants to do and the other people who are too afraid to call him out because they want to get on his show again. That's the only people that are on that side of things. Yeah, I mean, a whole week to prepare, and that was the best they had. You know, I had that copyright strike earlier. And for those that don't know, I made a video where Callie or Sean's talking to Callie. The whole thing sounds manipulated, looks manipulated. You even did a video on it. You covered it. Looks, especially when you consider Callie's got autism, it's uh, con- it's actually quite concerning. Yeah, just contrived, one hundred percent. And in your video, you did a great job in showing the clear contradiction where Sean is willing to admit guilt. For the whole entire thing. And then in that recent stunt, he's trying to shift all the guilt, all the blame on Callie. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. So I did a video because they specifically addressed myself and BH as mentally ill. Uh, Sean does. And I felt I can respond to that and give my thoughts on that. I did that. I made a completely different video. And the video was pushed by a middle person onto their platform. I grabbed the video from there. And then I got a copyright strike. I asked James Esposito about that. He had no answer. You know, this is a filmmaker, cameraman. He should know a a thing or two regarding... Well, his answer was... His answer was awful. It said, well, I would suggest that you just don't use any copyrighted material then. But that's, you know, fair use, I'm afraid, yeah. matey. I mean, he didn't, his documentary uh, that he wanted you to, to pimp out for him, uh, so to speak, maybe unfortunate terminology to use because it seems that these people do seem to have an awful lot of control over Callie and her documents and things like that. So maybe pimp out is the wrong word. But in relation to his documentary, he didn't film all the footage in that documentary himself. A lot of that is taken from news reports and things like that and, you know, put together. You know, it's like they're, and to talk about fair use when Atwood reads copyrighted material yeah. on his yeah. platform every day and you know and fair enough not to use it, it but it's all right it's for Edward. youtube works yeah. but yeah said i would suggest you just don't use any copyrighted material that is the lamest answer ever that's like saying well if you want to be really safe i would suggest that you just never ever leave your house and never never drink anything except water you know yeah. it's like yeah you can live like that but that's not how life works and certainly not how youtube works either was well, just another you know, that's the third, officially the third copyright strike from Matt Wood. And he does love his strikes. Just the strike machine, man. And it's completely BS. Um, more on that at a future time. But mm-hmm. he, he didn't really have any any answer to a lot of these things, man. This is his buddy. Uh, wasn't coached. But going back to that Cali thing, you know, the, the whole video where... Sean is trying to shift the entire blame on her. He claimed he didn't see that either. You know, Mr. Esposito claimed he didn't know about that. And he didn't see my video, supposedly. It just seems convenient. All the important uh, or important pertinent stuff that is not a good look for Sean. For whatever reason, he's got an, oh, I didn't see it. Or I don't know too much about that. You know? Yeah. I've got no defense for it. That's he's what living it sounds in his like own little bubble, man. Where, you know, anything that strays away from that little bubble of comfort with Sean, he's not going to venture out and seek the damn truth. He doesn't care because it doesn't bother him that the whole Kali video happened. Kali being a guest on his show and ending up in a sexual relationship with Sean Atwood, according to Kali and taken advantage of and her nudes are now all over the internet and that's because Sean Atwood published them as part of a prank supposedly um, so you know super taking advantage of people yeah. uh, in this case I mean okay they leaked but he says that he published them on purpose so he actually leaked those those nudes as well of Cali if we're to believe him uh, and and James Esposito doesn't see anything wrong with that, you know. Like if it was a friend of mine doing that, I would be like, I don't know if I'd really be doing that, dude. It sounds like you might get yourself into a little bit of legal trouble doing that. Having this quote-unquote social worker 
oh, that's just unbelievable. I mean, the you know, the I mean, to to even claim that you've got someone else's social worker on the phone is so morally out out there. You know what I mean? It's so in the dark. Carly's in prison just now, and somebody on the outside who knows her is saying, "I've got her social worker for you to come on this podcast." That's just that is. I would consider that to be abusing Kali. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. somebody talking talking about her like that and suggesting that they've got an official spokesperson who knows all about her situation to come on and talk to you when obviously they don't. That's obviously bullshit. But just to even suggest it is like so wrong. It's so outrageous no matter what you think of Kali. It's completely out of order to, to try and get somebody to come on and act as her social worker. It's bang out of line. I don't know if there's any laws or anything that's been broken well, there. The Gil- Guilford Council? Knew about this. well, how would they feel? Well, Guilford Council apparently do apparently. Well, Sean said they do. Sean said they housed. They asked him to house Cali, and yeah, now this guy, this social worker who may well be from Guildford Council, uh, they're using certainly the name of a social worker or the sort of the the job title of a, an outreach worker to claim that they've got a real part. You know, to a real person's social worker. It's not like Callie is a fake person. This is a real person, and they're claiming that they've got her outreach worker. So that person, that individual, must exist. And if that individual works in Guildford Council, Guildford Council, do they know about this? No. Yeah. Well, and, and that's why I put the screenshots because you know I didn't really make it out as public knowledge that this person could potentially come on. And as soon as they came on, I'm like, oh, okay, so this is the social worker. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just wanted to... Another controlling middle-aged man who seems to be connected to Kylie Diamond. How interesting. It's just all these who- middle people, man. I mean, whether it's passing videos so that he can copyright strike me through a third party, now using James to, you know... Push his propaganda, another third party, and then you have this other quote-unquote social worker coming in, trying to push his agenda, Sean's agenda, as a third party. It's just the pattern is clear, man. He, I've told him from day one, man, from months ago, that he could come on and we could air it out, and he's refused. He doesn't even email me when I email him. Uh, he'll tag me when he wants to try to threaten me or lawsuit me. He'll send lawsuited shit through Cali or send me uh, emails through another third party. But he won't. He won't have the balls to fucking talk to me. Air it out. I wonder why. Exactly because I mean, if you're telling the truth and defending your reputation, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. You know, it doesn't require any planning. Or forethought. Yeah, if you got the truth, there's nothing to hide. And yeah, just these third parties, man. Passing videos, passing lawsuited statements, uh, emails. What's the goal for that then? Just to, what? What is that? What is know. the goal there? There's no. The thing that's starting to come to me more is genuinely. It seems like these people have got so much control over Cali. Like, I really do start to see that because I was doing a little bit of research yesterday and I was watching the True Geordie podcast. Remember when I would pass those documents across the table? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it said on those doc, I could see, I couldn't see what it said, but I could see that it said private and confidential. I couldn't make out the rest of the text and I could see the Home Office logo. So he's there without Cali and he's, he's handing her private and confidential documents just over the table in front of a camera um, to two guys, two other podcast hosts, just with that sort of level of, these are almost, these are my documents, I can do what I want with these, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if they're Cali's, you know, like these are mine, I, I control Cali. And it seemed like, uh, and this is just my observation and my opinion based on that video, um, and it seems like uh, also when he sort of set her up into the into the property and stuff like that, it was Without any real care for Cali afterwards, it was like just chuck her in the property and there's no real consideration for how she's going to get out of that situation because they didn't have enough to cover the rent and were therefore evicted for non-payment of rent and antisocial behaviour from what I can gather. Uh, And if they weren't evicted, they were definitely asked to leave by the landlord anyway. It's like that would just 
puts Callie into these situations without any concern for her reputation. He leaves her to take the flak. It's, I don't know, it's just like he just treats her like contemptibly, I think. And like I say, it doesn't matter what you think about Callie. Um, but that's what I'm seeing out in the open. And it just manipulation, seems just all around. wrong. Yeah, manipulation. And whether Callie knows about it and is happy to go along with it for now, because she may well be, she may actually be smarter than Sean, wouldn't, wouldn't actually surprise me. But yeah, it just it just doesn't look right what's going on when you consider that Callie is autistic. If Callie's autistic, uh, she's very manipulatable. Uh, so it just makes it, I don't know, man. I just think people should be taking a closer look at things, really, in my humble opinion. But again, it's just based on my observations on the videos that we've seen. Um, that That's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's just a giant game, like I keep saying over and over. Giant game with these guys. But why? I mean, what's the point? Like, he's got he's got an empire, possibly, at his fucking fingertips here with a massive channel that he can actually make work. And he's in the background. Is, is it his ego? Is it power? He needs that. He needs to feel like he's got power. He doesn't have any power over us, that is for sure. Uh, and he never will, uh, regardless of how much information he knows. He can join the queue of people that know all our information. It's not a, it's not a problem. It's not a worry. It's not a concern. This is valid criticism that he is getting. And I think it's only a matter of time before more people start waking up to this situation. No matter how much he tries to suppress it, if he keeps sticking his oar in again and again and again, and trying these silly things, getting somebody to come on and shout at you uh, to try and get your name and things like that. I'm sorry, if this ever hit the mainstream, Atwood would be getting scrutinised by a hell of a lot more different sources than just us. And I don't know how you would deal with that then, but it would be as valid then as it is now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The videos that you and I have put out have combined tens of thousands of views. You know, that's a lot of people out there. Uh, you know, when we first started, you know, a couple hundred views here and there, and yeah, it, it was no big deal. Of thousands of views. But yeah, it's literally, you know, that's why we keep at it. Uh, I know some people are tired of it, and I respect that. But there's still a lot of a hell of a lot of people out there that want this, want the truth to come out. At the end of the day, and that's that has been the whole thing. He's been lying. He's been covering shit up. He's been illegally copyright striking he's been doing all these it's just getting worse for him it's just been he's, snowballing and, and inst- he could have ended this a long time ago by owning up to it and that was it you know there'd be nothing else to talk about but and this is what james esposito was trying to say uh last night he was like oh everyone's tired of it already everyone the problem is it's all the extracurricular stuff that has happened since you know, whether it's copyright strikes, uh, you know, making these lawsuited threats, all this other shit, man. And, and it's not just, paying the landlord, not paying the people landlord. People yeah, are get, innocent people are getting mistreated and in the wake of Atwood's decisions. That's exactly it, man. It's not just the prank video as he tried to. That's what he was trying to paint it at. It was just a prank video. Get over it. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's not just that. There is so much more. And, you know, this whole Daddygate podcast channel that we have right now, it has been covering it from the very beginning to where we, you know, to the present. And it's it hasn't ended. That's why we still keep doing these damn shows because it's tons of content. But like you just said earlier, sooner or later, something's going to grab traction. And it's just a matter of time, man, because thousands of people are now know the truth. You know, it's not just a handful of people. Now there's. Thousands and, and and I'm I'm gonna venture out and say tens of thousands of people, you know, that that know this. It's not just yeah. a, a handful of people anymore. And I've tried to present the the facts as clearly and fairly as possible. I mean, Esposito comes out and says, uh, I think he referred to take you know taking things out of context and blah blah. It's like, dude, the context is worse. The context of that Daddy Gate video of Sean Atwood being an activist who interviews people about sexual abuse that daddy gate video that's the context of the daddy gate video that's worse this is a guest of sean atwoods who went on to his show to while she was being trafficked if we take his official line which she's sticking with the whole time and then she ends up on her knees unzipping his trousers calling him daddy after she told him about 
abuse that she'd had as a child when she was four at the hands of an uncle, which apparently was recreated in that video. You know, the context is the absolutely role. awful. <laughs> and Atwood's a 50-odd-year-old man. Yeah, he Sean Atwood chose his role. You know, they could have reversed the roles. And Sean Atwood, if, if Callie can beat pedophiles, then Sean Atwood could have dressed up in a little Boy Scouts uniform and I'm sure he would have fooled the same pedos that got fooled by Callie. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that was very interesting yesterday that I thought was that confirmation of something that I suspected from the start which was that that video, that Daddygate video, was intended to be put onto adult work. And Esposito confirmed that yesterday, and it's the first time I've heard that confirmed that that video was for adult work. They said that vi- that was going to be put on adult work to trap paedophiles. I don't know, so Callie can get a fee, I suppose. So it was all about making money. Yeah. And when you heard Callie in this new video, Atwood said... Have I ever trafficked you? Ha, 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 hilarious. And they both thought it was really, really funny. Because, um, I mean, of course you would if you were really, you know, if somebody was horrifically abused, uh, you wouldn't just describe that horrific abuse to them and laugh about it. You wouldn't both laugh together, would you? Like, oh, hypothetically, imagine I did the exact same thing. Ha, ha, ha. Um, but he asked her, have I ever trafficked you? And she said, from what I could tell, uh, she said, no, you haven't. You've kept money f- either for me or from me. So I think she said from me. So you've kept money safe from me when I've asked you to, but you have never made money off me. So (laughs) that's a, that was like a a slip of the tongue or, but why would, if I said to somebody, Oh, have I ever, have I ever trafficked? Have I ever trafficked? Let's say somebody was accusing me of trafficking you. And then, you know, we, we had the same conversation. I was like, Dude, people are accusing me of trafficking you. Have I ever trafficked you? Lol. And then you were like, no, no. I mean, you kept money safe from me, but, you know, you've never made money from me. That's not a straight up It'd answer. It would be suspicious, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, and you caught that, you know, and then Sean tries to quickly change the subject, you know. And yep. Yeah, talk over. Talk and, over and, and then he removed yeah. that video. It makes you wonder if he removed, well, he asked the person, this middle person who he's used to put the video up, who I... I think he's actually an innocent victim who's been used in this, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, we can go into that another day. Maybe I don't know. But, um, you know, he asked her to take that video down as well. And is that because of that that in the middle that he caught afterwards? You well, maybe thought, oh, it doesn't sound too good. The whole thing is weird, man, and just stinks. Yeah, because nobody what? in there, nobody, it goes without saying that somebody hasn't made money off you. Like it doesn't need. Why would that ever be said? It would never pop into the head. Of, no, you've never made money off me. Like so it, strange. And oh, why how, how put that video easy? on a channel oh, with a couple hundred subs? You know, for for what reason? Yeah, a couple hundred. It was obviously bait for us Ooh, covering bait. it. I think. Yeah, just the, um, but the you know, regardless of, of that, I don't think that the the person who was involved in the middle was actually really I, all i got I, know, I don't know i don't know one way or the other and anything i'm not making any neither, neither accusations. Do I. i'm just i'm guessing, not making accusations you know. for or against i just know the whole thing is extremely fishy uh, i don't know what kind of communications with atwood was going on you know i haven't seen any any proof one way or the other i don't know the whole thing stinks and we know atwood uses people yeah um, and we know that it would be quite easy to be used by somebody with 670,000 subscribers or whatever if you've just got a little channel if they're emailing you and asking you to put something out and it is an exclusive video as well so I mean I would have posted it if you'd sent it to me uh, but I wouldn't have taken it down again yeah I was going to say but was why asked. take it down that doesn't make any sense yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken it down if you and have permission when you're, to post when it you're an why enemy, take it down that's it. And you're, it's not like uh, this person is friends with Mr. Atwood from their correspondence previously. This person was somebody that's against Atwood. Um, so I would have just held, held my ground and said, well, I'm not taking it down. I you know what I mean? I'll post it. We all react differently to different situations. We all, exactly, so, dude. It's possible to. We to could really say how it. we would have done it, but in the end of the day, we're all different. And yeah, I don't know. I still don't know. I'm still thinking. I'm still brainstorming. I don't know. A lot of weird shit. That's all I can say. But just an, you know, epic night. And then we had a couple callers after that whole <laughs> debacle. And then shout out to BH. He hopped in, talked to me, and uh, BH came in and uh, steered the ship as well after you went overboard. 
Uh, <laughs> he took over for a little bit and then very gracefully bowed out. Uh, so yeah, no, it's good. To, like, God, I'm too embarrassed to listen to. Man. Like, I, <laughs> I must. Oh, there's nothing in about nothing embarrassing, man. God's sake, dude. But, well, I talked to BH a few hours later, or you know, I don't know when it was when I came to. <laughs> I called him up. I go, hey man, my bad. I, he goes, you're good, bro. He, like. Well, I mean, I managed to get a hold of you in the end and wake you up. And I was Who like, woke dude, me up, listen Someone to me. Woke me up. I, I think, uh, I think, I think, uh, Missy got, got a hold of you, but I think you were sleeping. You answered the phone and then hung up on her. So I got a hold of you. Um, and then I was like, dude, listen to me very carefully because I knew you were still sleeping, but you'd answered. God, you know, I was, I was like, cold, dude, bro. I don't know how I woke listen up. Very to carefully. <laughs> you need to, you're still streaming. You need to go and speak to the audience or turn off the stream. And then you kind of hung up, and then I didn't notice that you turned it off, so I phoned you back again. I was like, dude, turn off the goddamn stream. <laughs> <laughs> and there's people in the comments, oh. man. I mean, all the all the trolls found their courage after you fell asleep. It was so weird, you know what I mean? It's like as if there's some sort of like mythical creature, like uh, the, giant, the giant falls asleep, and all the little pixies come out, you know? Yeah. Uh, all these little trolls the came out. And creatures came out of the woodwork. James English. The, and they didn't have the balls yeah. to do it while you were there. Yeah, unbeknownst to them, I'm just going to go back, and I can ban people from the live chat directly. So um, they had their little time to shine. Bam, bam, bam. I was, so. Well, I mean, you were like, look, uh, uh, nobody's banned, so... It's a fresh slate. I gave everyone a second chance. I and if that's how they want to use their second chance, then, you know, that's it. I saw I saw these comments. I was really genuinely surprised to see comments from people who were, like, still as upset as the day, you know, still as, like, bitter as the day. You know, all these, I think the, I think it was a lot of these people that fell out with us over the hot mic situation. Yeah. All these people with grudges from three, four months ago, <laughs> exact same grudges the second they were not banned. <laughs> it was eh, I didn't pay attention to it but like I said I gave everyone a second chance on that channel um, you know if I had previously banned people I told them to let me know and I'll unban you from the main channel but pretty much unbanned everyone and I also said this is your last chance you know uh, any more stupid shit and I will not be giving third chances out so. Definitely, and I don't mind people getting pissed off after the, after the actual hot mic. It's understandable that people got some people were really pissed off after that. You know what I mean? It's totally understandable. But ninety five percent of them have completely mellowed and yeah. everything's adjusted into it's focus. Good, and but there's there's still these few people that are like viciously angry. But the thing is, they'll they'll say lies. They'll say things like, "Well, you're not you're not about truth. You're li you're liars and all this shit." And it's like point out where I've lied. Yes, Thank you very much. Yes, and, and the, well, the people that are still angry about the hot mic have something in common with Sean Atwood because Sean Atwood, that's all in one of his responses, pointed out the hot mic. So he was trying to build up support the against irony. us. Yeah. By using the hot mic. So all those people that are still pissed off, there's one thing in common you have with, with your buddy Daddy Atwood. So well, they've swapped sides anyway. They've swapped sides. They, they, they've, they've, they're now, they think he's better yeah, than us. Yeah, you know I mean? They too. think he's morally, he's, they, they now, <laughs> they've gone back to thinking that he's morally superior to us. So There's videos uh, that have been made that you and I have been uh, <laughs> cyberbullying. <laughs> Sean. Which is absolute bullshit yeah. absolute yeah. bullshit and first of all it's not bullying if you're putting a video on your own channel uh, if you're going on other people's comments and continuously giving them shit all the time then that's possibly bullying i don't see why you call it cyber bullying i don't know what the hell that's about just block the person but the, the main the most vocal people who say who talk about cyber bullying are engaged in bullying comments all over different channels and on Twitter and they have the absolute gall to talk about cyberbullying when it happens to them. Just hypocrisy. All around, bro. All around. But is it surprising by this? I mean, how long we've been going on this? Almost half a year now? You know what I'm Still saying? Still surprises me, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. fun and games. Fun and games, fun and games, and the story continues, the saga continues. The Daddy Gate Podcast will continue. Good stuff. I'm sure people will be entertained. I'm sure they wanted more after last night. So, 
<laughs> yeah, it was worth definitely worth chatting about. Uh, yeah. It was, it was. I'm glad you were able to wake up and turn off the stream because <laughs> you can only imagine people with their volume turned all the way up and their headphones on, just enhancing the sound, trying to hear all different background sounds. And do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Like especially this one character that we both know. You know, like uh, probably the, got some we, ultra sonar headphones. You know, yeah, picking up. Mm. Picking, trying to find the location, you know, pinpoint location. <laughs> <laughs> Got some radars in, in the room, you know, just tinfoil hat firmly tied on. Yeah, man. I'm sure that happened. I don't care. It is what yeah, it is. Weird, weird shit going on. But yeah, like if you'd left it all night, it would have been funny. I mean, I think you did have a couple of good sleep talks. I, de- I definitely heard you say something about balls deep. You're like, oh, I'm sure you said something like oh, fish, fishing with fishing with Joe or something like that, and then you were like, balls deep, man. It was, and I was like, god damn it, Chief, you're such a you're such a G. You know what I mean? Even when you're sleeping, man. Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, fucking hell. Oh damn! Yeah. Was my sleep talking was that cool? My sleep talking is about tiny little kangaroos and shit, man. I didn't even know but, I was yeah. sleep talking. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh well. just mumbling here and there oh, uh, so i'm sure there'll be videos made out about that but it was excellent vital vital marketing dude i mean it's if people think that that's an uh i mean it is entertaining it is funny and i'm not surprised that trolls came in and started having a bit of fun you know what i mean yeah. um, but it's the bitter ones that it's the bitter ones that get me i'm like why are you so bitter you know just laugh, like dude. have some fun with it have some fun with it um, so there might be some videos made out, made out of this, yeah. although I didn't think it was particularly interesting, especially when you consider everything that actually happened during the the, the conversations as well. I mean, that was pretty pretty good stuff. We've got confirmation that Callie's video was intended for adult work. Uh-oh, James O. I don't think Sean's going to be too happy that you said that. No. And we've also got confirmation... Uh, of James acknowledging that Sean Atwood took the role of a paedophile in a video that he filmed with an abuse victim, which was intended to go on adult work. And it, and it was confirmed so, by 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> and then no denial, just, oh, I don't... He said, he said, yeah, I don't know, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, my God. It, it worked out, man. It was a great show. Even though it ended the way it ended, it was a great show. We learned. We gleaned a lot. We saw the bullshit, and... We up, had fun. Yeah, we had fun. It was a complete setup. But in the end, they ended up looking like the fools, you know? It was immature. It was like a schoolboy setup, man. It was the most ridiculous, ridiculous yeah. way for it. These men are all in their bloody late 40s, 50s. I mean, it was ridiculous the way they carried on yesterday. It was just the weakest behavior I've ever seen in my life. And if that's the kind of crew that Atwood surrounded himself with when he was when his foot soldiers were butting heads with Sammy the Bull and fighting Sammy the Bull's foot soldiers, it's no wonder Sammy the Bull doesn't know who he is, you know? No question, bro. No question. All right, my man, where can people find you? I am Chancer Media on Twitter. I am Chancer on YouTube and I'm Chancer on Odyssey as well. So you can go and hit me up on Odyssey. That would be cool. I've got some good videos up there just now, which are only on Odyssey. It's just the originals. And basically, I'm going to put up videos that I uh, research from as well because they're really useful and it allows other people to go and reference them and do their own research because there's going to be so much stuff that I've missed from those videos. But there's the interview with Sonia Poulton and Sean Atwood, which looking back with such experience in the situation now looking back and watching that again is really interesting so i would pretty much urge everybody to go over there and study that video and see if you can see anything interesting in there that's worth and just clip it and put it on your channels Uh, that's the way to do it i mean these things need to be need to be preserved and put out there and then also i've put on atwood's video with cali where uh, which was a video of a man prompting uh, an autistic woman to take the blame for things that he's previously admitted to. And he then released that video after she was put into prison, of course. Oh, and one more thing just on that, very quickly. Um, I had a few people coming on to my channel yesterday and saying Callie's not in prison because Brian Harvey just released a conversation with her. But that conversation that Brian Harvey had with Callie, I, I don't know if Brian mentioned it yesterday, but... It was recorded before Callie went into prison, so it's probably just worth mentioning that to people. Well, they, he even says the date, right? 
he says that he said, yeah, Carly says she's meeting Sean on the 25th, and then Brian says, um, oh, the 25th, so nine days' time then. So yeah. it's obviously not being recorded currently. There's no possibility. It would have have to have been recorded last month or the month before. And it's part of the same conversation that he put up at the end of March. So that's when it was it was recorded before before the I think the twenty fourth of March I believe. Um, you can go and check this out for yourselves. But try as I might, it's difficult to convince some people. They just don't believe me. They just think nope. Somebody actually said no. It's current because she's talking in the present tense, as if when you go back and listen to a recording, the tense of, that people are speaking in changes. You know, so difficult, difficult to persuade people. But I know nobody means any harm by it. People are just used to absolute bullshit wool being pulled over their eyes repeatedly in this situation. So it's totally natural not to believe certain things. Um, but we do have solid confirmation that that Kylie's in prison. So unless the court's in on it and yeah. lying, well, that's the know, thing. I, she's, I did. She's there. Yeah, we got the email. Sh- showing you know what the cur- yeah court. i've had emails from them you've had emails from them so yeah that's good to put that to rest yeah. you're on odyssey as well aren't you yeah i did the video that i got a copyright strike is on my odyssey i'm still planning still playing some 40 chess in my mind how to proceed because there was nothing Ill- you know completely false and illegal copyright strike you guys can see the video i'll link that video to the description of this video in case you missed it and I'll also put a link to my new channel where you can listen to the James Esposito uh, interview and my snoring, if you wish. Uh, I'll, I'll link that as well. And uh, my main channel is still up. I just, I still, I'm not 100% sure how I'm going to move forward. Maybe I'll do the Atwood stuff on the other channel and anything unrelated to Atwood will go on my main channel. I don't know yet. It's a work in progress. Yeah, I mean, we've we'll got we've got out. people as well that have reached out and said that they're prepared to help us with certain things as well. Yeah. Uh, regarding unlawful acts, you know, unlawful acts, unlawful uh, copyright strikes, you know, like people yeah. actually are are clued up on this and they've offered their assistance with certain things and advice, etc. So we'll be looking into that as well. Yeah. So much love to all. And each and one of you who have followed this thing from start to finish, you guys are still following this channel. Uh, this channel is growing a little bit here and there, so you've uh, you've helped to build the genre. Or uh, Daddy Gate is its own genre now. You know, Sean Atwood prank gone wrong is its own genre of yeah. video, yeah. Um, and that's because of you guys in the audience who've 100%. kept it going. Hell yeah! So much love, you scumbags and scumbets. That's not even work, but whatever. You guys know what I mean. Much love. Hope everyone has a exquisite weekend, and uh, this show should be coming out sooner than last time. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to have minimal editing on it, so we'll try and get it out. Uh, we'll, I will get this out tonight uh, for us, so it'll be out on Sunday for everyone to listen to. Oh, no, 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 no. All right, Chancy Poo. Yeah, man. You take it easy. You going back to bed or do some push-ups and have a cold shower? Uh, maybe a mixture of everything. We'll yeah, see. sounds good, man. Maybe I'll start snoring again. I'm Snore off hurts. the hangover. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, dude. Peace. See you later, folks. <laughs>